0: Good morning! Welcome to the 30-Day Healthy and Happy Challenge. The 30-Day Challenge is designed to develop essential habits that will improve your health and happiness. Log in at solanofit.com with your email address to get your 30-day calendar. Today is day 10. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast, featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. If you're following along, I want to congratulate you on your 10th day. Be proud of yourself for starting. If you made a misstep, get back in step. This is a lifestyle, and it means if you're alive, you still got a shot of getting back to your goal. So how are you feeling? Some exercisers just start to wane a bit as the shine of the new year wears off, while others start to find the groove right about now. However you find yourself, be proud and thankful for your past and current efforts. If you start from a place of gratitude each day, we know that it increases your physiological energy and your chances for greater success. Today's brief note is about social media and hashtag the squat life. If you're not on social media, you're a unicorn and mentally healthier for it. Now you know that squats are on our list of exercises and they are an important part of any workout regimen. On the 30-day healthy and happy calendar, we list air and ball squats for beginners, but there are all sorts of crazy variations possible. The squat life, however, is not on our list. It's the tag that many use on social media for squat inspiration. Or at least, that was the original idea. Because for the most part now, it's just a photo collection of, well, butts. And what could be said of that? Could be said of the entire genre of fitness inspiration. It's less about fitness, that is, increase your ability, and more about sex appeal, that is, have this figure so you can be acceptable. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't get in shape, make your butt or body the way you want it, But today's message is about education on how we form those opinions of what we want and if those opinions discourage our happiness along the way. For all the value that people say they get out of social media, the truth is that the majority of users spend their time wandering around mindlessly, scrolling, swiping, comparing themselves to what they see on the screen. Upward comparisons are those where you make the person you're looking at better, prettier, healthier, or smarter than you are. Downward comparisons are when you consider the subject less than you are. It's like your ego is engaged in a constant catfight in your brain, one moment feeling good, the next feeling horrible about yourself, jockeying for position every picture you scroll through. And because every social and media account is literally a personal brag site, most share only what is super glorious about their lives. So they filter, lift fake weights, wear butt pads, and consider cosmetic surgery, all for the gram. Others share what is not so glorious about their lives, or what's real, in an attempt to. I'm not quite sure. Balance it all out? You've seen them. Supermodels and others that have taken to social media to post pictures of themselves unfiltered or without makeup on. All for the social good, of course. Here's the thing posting is really for one thing and one thing only external validation. You see me. I matter. We're friends even though I don't know you. Like fiends, we're all looking for another hit. A hit of that like button. There are a lot of parts to this, but I'll only discuss two. One is our reference points. We are constantly judging the value or quality of a thing relative to what's around it. If you've ever heard of the Eppinghouse illusion, or others like it, you'll see that your brain and eyes can't judge the accurate size of, in this case, the orange circles. Your brain just can't see it. I'll put a picture up on the show notes and on the website so you can see for yourself. When we get on social media, we automatically begin to compare whatever we're viewing. It begins to color our view of what we are and what we have. It's like beer goggles except for social. Call it InstaVision or Gramma-vision. But that Gramma-vision will have you thinking twice about your life, your body, and your worth, and mostly in a negative way. Another part of this is the management of what we tell others about ourselves. It's called impression management, and we do it in all sorts of ways. We filter, we edit, we conform, in some cases we lie. But it used to be just our immediate circle, our colleagues, our co-workers, and our friends. But on social media, it's impression management on steroids. So we post only the best pictures of our food, or our cars when they're nice and clean, or our shoe game when it's on point, or our outfits, or the beach vacation, or the gala, or the look where I am now, and wish you were here, and look at my outfit, and tell me you love me, and wish you could be here. And boy do we post all about the bodies. We post pictures of abs, and eyebrows, and curves, and evening wear, and erogenous zones, and pictures of the butt, and jeans, and superhero tights, and yoga wear, and underwear, or nowhere. And even if you don't post pictures of your butt, you've likely been negatively influenced by people who do. It wasn't long ago when a woman asked just a few people, does my butt look big? Now thousands get to weigh in from every corner of the known digital universe. And we say we don't care what people think. Kendrick and colleagues in 1989 found that men rated their spouses less attractive and their marriages less satisfying after looking at centerfolds. And this was in the 80s. In 1993, Kenrick did a follow-up study with women who rated their mood just after looking at cover models. After just a few minutes looking at them, their self-esteem's dropped. Imagine what could be happening to your self-concept if minutes turns into hours. It's not like these images were that far away before. They were all on television. But now that TV and thousands of photo albums of every famous beautiful body or somebody wanting to be famous is in your pocket or in your social feed. Scrolling through social has become so normal we rarely think about its effects. We've literally made our own lives like magazines. The consequence? Well, there's an even darker side. Episodes of major depression are up for both boys and girls. In 2017, a statistical chart by Mercado showed that hospital admissions for non-fatal self-harm have drastically increased since 2012. It's bad for everyone, but it's been disastrous for girls. Women ages 20 to 24? It's up 17%. For girls 15 to 19? it's up 62 percent. But for preteens, for girls 10 to 14, it's up 189 percent. These preteens didn't even used to engage in self-harm before. But things changed in 2012. I've attached the studies for your own review in the show notes and on the blog. There is also a neat video summary as well. Now academically speaking, few if any studies can really establish causality. But with that being said, dropping the account or at least reducing your digital pollution is worth considering for your own happiness, and for the health and happiness of the young people in your life. And I know it's impossible to block it all out, but if you reduce the pollution and focus on gratitude and appreciation of what you have today, you will afford your workouts, your day, and yourself a lot more happiness and a little bit more peace. That's it for day 10. See you tomorrow.